Hey, this is Joey Hudson, the producer of Clarinet Corner. This time on the podcast, we're revisiting a conversation from November 2013 with Ben Redwine. And as host Tim Phillips says, I hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Tim Phillips, and you are listening to Clarinet Corner. was a tune called Some of These Days with the Redwine Trio featuring Tom Mitchell on guitar, John Previty on bass, and Ben Redwine on clarinet. And Ben Redwine is a name that uh, some people in Troy, Alabama know because a few years ago he came to Troy University Clarinet Day. I think he was my first um, out-of-state guest to Troy University Clarinet Day, and he played some great jazz stuff when he was here, and he played the Poulenc Sonata on one of our uh, featured artist recitals, and I'll never forget at the end of the final concert uh, when he had played all of me with the Troy University Clarinet Choir, one of the high school students came up to him and said, you know, I think you're going to be famous someday. And uh, that was kind of funny because uh, Ben kind of already is because he's the E-flat clarinetist in the United States Naval Academy Band in Annapolis, Maryland. And he owns his own company called Redwine Jazz where he sells mouthpieces, reeds, and other things, including his CDs. And on one of the CD liners, it says that Chris Matthews, the host of Hardball on MSNBC, said about Ben, Ben Redwine made me fall in love with the clarinet again. So to me, that's that's pretty high praise from someone who's uh, gained a lot of notoriety in our society. So um, I bet Ben has done that for many in the D.C. area, around the country, and around the world. So uh, he does all that on his buffet clarinet because, like me, Ben is a buffet USA um, buffet group USA performing artist. So we're lucky to have Ben with us today via telephone. Hi, Ben. How are you, Tim? Good. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, I talked to you this summer when we were in Italy at the International Clarinet Festival, and I noticed you had some uh, new recordings there, that I some that I didn't know. And the one we're going to talk about today is called In the Domain, and it features um, you and these, t- these two individuals that you play with frequently. Um, tell me a little bit about those two. Well, Tom Mitchell on guitar and John Previty on bass are, I think, just the best musicians in the Washington, D.C. area. They are um, su- such a pleasure to play with, and uh, every time I play with them, I learn something, and uh, we interact so well. It's, it's just great to play with these guys. And the disc is called In the Domain. And what does that refer to? Well, um, a little bit of a long story. My trio, the Redline Jazz Band uh, that you just heard, was engaged as artists in residence at one of the top jazz clubs in Washington, D.C. earlier this year. And we kicked off with five concerts in a row. Uh, So in in trying to attract an audience, I chose a different theme for each of the concerts. One was New Orleans, one was the Django Reinhardt tribute, one was Duke Ellington tribute, one was an Artie Shaw and Benny Goodman tribute, and one was uh, samba jazz. So in, in jazz clubs, you get paid based on the number of audience members you attract. So I quickly ran into a local studio and recorded In the Domain to give away to anyone who purchased an advance ticket to any of these five concerts. 
to make the whole process easier, I told I chose either songs that were already in the public domain, that's the name of the title. Oh, okay. Or, or tunes that I had written so I didn't have to go through the mechanical licensing process. Wow. So this is just kind of a uh, uh, a thing that you did just kind of, I, I, I don't want to say at the last minute because it's not like you just wrote these tunes and, and, and just learned how to play the clarinet to do this CD, but I mean, it was kind of a means to an end. Absolutely. And I, I had written the tunes before, except for the two uh, blues on the album we improvise those right there in the studio well i think it's a great disc and it it flows nicely and um i I would have bought a ticket probably even if you weren't giving giving cds away with ticket purchases (laughs) but i think it's a it's a really good idea i want to uh, ask you about the recording process for this disc because every time i listen to your um, jazz playing with your trio um there's a uh, it's kind of a, a chamber music feeling it's a really quaint style and it's really easy to hear the clarinet. And I think on the last disc that we talked about when you were on Clarinet Corner, you recorded your album in sort of a unique way. It, was, it wasn't edited, right? Like you, you recorded the tracks straight through? Correct. And is that what you did with this too? Well, we did, although we used a different studio for this. Um, and the, the other studio that you're speaking about, which is Maple Shade, um, they record onto uh, tape and then they transfer it over to digital to make a CD. This one, we went straight to digital, um, and I actually prefer the other, the, the tape version myself, but um, most people probably like this version better because this is what is in the mainstream. This is what you hear on every disc virtually now. But you did some of this, some of the stuff, like some of it you just improvised in the studio, and so it has a very real sound to it, right? It's, it, it's not going to feel put together or anything like that. Yeah, we don't, uh, on this album, we didn't do any mixing or overdubbing. So um, just like you'd hear us at a live performance is on this disc. You know, that's, that's a cool thing because I know a lot of other clarinetists, um, even in classical recording, who are doing that now. And um, they're, you know, it's, it's pretty traditional actually in, in recent years to have highly, highly edited recordings. And there's there's been a kind of... A, uh, a backlash against that because people feel like they're not really listening to anything that actually could occur in real life, you know, just this complete um, perfection. But um, so a lot of classical players have been doing that now, and I actually like those those recordings a lot, and I've always liked yours. I think it works really well for jazz, and I doubt if, if back with Miles Davis and Artie Shaw and those guys, I doubt if they did a lot of editing anyway because there, there was a lot of... Um, improvisation how would you even edit that how, you know you couldn't do that and that's one of the things i like so much about listening to miles davis is sometimes you hear some little note crack or something and it doesn't take away at all from <laughs> from what you're listening to it's it, in fact it kind of enhances it in some ways i think but you certainly don't hear that with ben redwine his clarinet playing is smooth from the beginning to end and um next uh tune that we're going to listen to is called remember when and it's actually uh a tune that Ben wrote. So Ben, tell, tell me what you're remembering with this tune or what's, what's it about? Well, this is actually um, from a project I did where uh, we accompanied silent films from the 1920s. And um, this was the title of one of the films that we did, although this tune was actually used as the theme music for another film. And in this film, Harry Langdon, who was a famous silent film actor, he uh, ingests some tobacco at the dinner table accidentally, and he starts to get sick. And 
he's um, living with his wife's family, and he thinks that they've poisoned him. So in the film, if if you watch the film and, and listen to my recording of it, um, I play very much like I'm getting sick. I don't play so much like I'm sick on this album. <laughs> well, that's actually really strange. So <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoy Ben Radwine's sick rendition of Remember When. Remember When, a tune written by Ben Redwine with Ben Redwine and the Redwine Trio featuring Tom Mitchell on guitar, John Previty on bass, and of course Ben Redwine on clarinet. And we're with Ben Redwine today talking about um, all kinds of things that he does. And um, Ben, you um, <clears throat> wrote on Facebook that you were playing at uh, Maison in New Orleans recently, right? That well, I did do that. Uh, gosh, it's been almost a year ago now. Um, I uh, actually am planning a couple more trips to that area soon, so I'll probably play there again or at some other place in New Orleans. Yeah, and Maison's right on Frenchman Street, right? Which is a, a huge, important, it's it's probably the most important musical street in the United States. Yeah, that's what they tell me. It, it, was, a, it was a great uh, experience to play. I played with some local musicians while I was there, and uh, if your audience is, is interested, they can just check my website, redwinejazz.com, for my latest schedule and see when I play. You know, right now mostly in the D.C. area, but sometimes other places as well. Um, when you play at a club like that, um, is it like a dinner club? Like, do people go and just order food and stuff and listen, or is it just drinks? Um, that bar uh, is primarily a bar, although I believe they did serve some food. Um, yeah, they did. And if, if they go, do they have to pay, like, a cover charge to pay the musicians, or is that just included in whatever they would order to eat? Um, I don't believe there they charged a cover charge. Uh, however, the New Orleans tradition is, um, and the guitarist that I played with did this during the last tune, just the bass player, and I played a tune, and the guitarist went around with a bucket and basically uh, forced people to give us donations so I guess there was a, a an unofficial cover charge. Well, that's cool. It's uh, it's certainly a, a notable thing. I was really uh, happy when I saw that you were playing there because recently on Clarinet Corner, I've talked to some other New Orleans musicians, and I know about the importance of those places on that street. And um, it's uh, it's just a, a very important place to play. New Orleans is one of the best cities in the world for for music and jazz in particular. So, um, <clears throat> like I mentioned at the at the start of the show, I I talked to you in Italy this summer because you were there performing at the International Clarinet Festival, and you did a recital. And you also are you're always at these festivals because you're um, you you have a, a thing where you could meet with uh, players so for them to try your mouthpieces and reeds that you sell and other products through Red Wine Jazz. Um, and so I'm kind of interested in what's coming up for you in terms of travel for that purpose and also just for your general performing. Well, um, as you said in the introduction, I'm in a Naval Academy band in Annapolis, Maryland, so I don't get to travel as much as I would like to, although I will retire in about a year and then I will probably, uh, then I will probably 
travel a lot more. Uh, the next thing I think on my uh, performance calendar abroad is actually in Baton Rouge for the uh, International Festival this summer. And uh, as you know, Robert DeLutis is putting that on. He used to be the clarinet teacher at LSU, and now he's uh, the clarinet teacher at the University of Maryland. And he and I are pretty good friends, and he actually asked me to coordinate the jazz portion of that ICA event this summer. And uh, so I've been uh, doing that, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Well, that'll be a, that'll be a great event, and I, I'm sure that a lot of the people who will go to the Clarinet Fest in Baton Rouge will be looking forward to that jazz aspect of it. I, I certainly am, even though I don't really play that kind of music. I love it so much, and if it weren't for jazz, I wouldn't I wouldn't be a clarinetist. I mean, that's what brought me to the clarinet, and it made me love it so much. So um, I really like what you do, and. Um, I love your music. So let's go back and do some more listening to uh, a track from your CD called In the Domain. And this is a tune called Back Home Again in Indiana. was a tune called Back Home Again in Indiana with the Redwine Trio featuring Tom Mitchell on guitar, John Previty on bass, and Ben Redwine on clarinet. Ben, thanks so much for being here on the show with us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. This is Tim Phillips with Clarinet Corner, a production of Troy University Public Radio, and there's a lot more where that came from. <laughs> 